motherfuckers! And welcome back to another episode of A Little Too Vulgar with Cooper Moore. I have never been more happy to start recording again, guys. I am currently sitting in my bed. Um, this is the hometown episode, guys, okay? I'm feeling a little bachelory, feeling a little wild. I want to give y'all like my current state that I'm in. I am sitting on top of my mattress right now that looks like a fucking Motel 6. Um, like I, I'm, I probably am going to fuck like a bed bug over here in a second. I wish y'all could see it. I'm not even going to film this episode because it looks, I, I just can't get over my room right now. I, now I did something and I did something fucking bad guys. Okay. When Cooper comes home, he turns into a motherfucking camel that just guzzles, not water. Okay. Not Gatorade, not orange juice, motherfucking Tito's. Okay. And I am sitting on my sen right now. And what I mean by that is I got so belligerently drunk, guys, that I wet the bed. Now, before you motherfuckers cancel me, all right, I need y'all to be allies here, okay? I need you to see me. I need you to hear me. I need you to be there for me. And I need you to repost me on your story. I need your thoughts and prayers. I understand (laughs) that this is an issue. I already was on the phone with Charlie Sheen and Lindsay Lohan, and Lindsay was like, not even I got this fucked up. You know what I mean? And I went to jail seven times. And I was like, Lindsay, go do a fucking bump, okay? And she's like, you want to do one with me? I'm like, Lindsay, what did we say? Charlie will. Charlie, go do a bump with Lindsay. Um, No, but you have to cut me some slack, guys. Like, going out in Austin and going to the bars, it's like the motherfucking white ball at ACL. And if you don't know what a white ball at ACL is, it's where all the kids meet to take photos and do, like, laced molly and, like, take photos with, like, the most popular bitch in the grade who has platinum blonde hair and a crazy eating disorder. I'm kidding. Sorry. No, but it's just like, you see everyone you fucking know. You see your enemies that you talk shit about on your spam in 20 fucking 15. You see, you see your youth group leader from sixth grade railing lines with the bartender. Um, you see the bitch that started every rumor about you in high school. It's just, you see everyone. Okay. Everyone and their goddamn mother's there. And what does that make me do? It makes me drink. Hence why I'm sitting on my motherfucking mattress with no sheets, no sheets, no sheets on it because I pissed the motherfucking bed. So no matter what you did on Thanksgiving, just be grateful and think of keep me in your fucking prayers. Like think about me and my bed. I ate fucking asparagus that night too, guys. Like, it was not, it was not pretty. It was not something to be proud of. Did I take a photo and try to visco it? Maybe. All right. Go fucking repost it, okay? Um, I use C4. Um, <laughs> no, but guys, I, yesterday, so pre, I'm calling it pre wedded bed, pre wedded bed, night of wedded bed, day of wedded bed, if you will, I went to a Christmas carol. The play. Now, most of you know what a Christmas Carol is, all right? It's we've all seen it. We've all it's all scared us shitless when we were younger. We've seen the Muppets version. We've jerked off to the Muppets. I'm kidding. <laughs> I did, um, but you haven't seen a woke, the wokest Christmas Carol you've ever seen. And and my mom loves this shit, guys. Like she takes this every year. They couldn't do it for the past couple of years because of COVID, but. This play, like, I, first of all, I went and I was, I had to wake up, I woke up at, like, one. We had to be at the play at, like, two. 
I woke up and I said, fuck a Starbucks latte. Like, like fuck a cappuccino, bitch. I'm making a mixed drink. Make a mixed drink. I'm like, there's only one way we can get through this woke Christmas carol. And by woke Christmas carol, I mean, like, literally the ghost of Christmas past is saying, slay Scrooge. Like, Scrooge, your pussy out. Like, <laughs> Like literally, like it's the like it's it's so funny and I obviously I love it and it's great, but like being so hungover and also like it's just it's a lot. So thank God when we pull up, there's a fucking open bar. I obviously spend more money than I should there. Um, they literally, I spend so much money. They're like, "Do you want to donate to Zach Scott Theater?" And I'm like, "Bitch, like, can you donate to me?" Like. I can barely motherfucking afford a goddamn pack of jewel pods. Like, come on now. But I literally paid uh, the bartender's fucking salary um, in drinks. And what my favorite thing about it was after we get through the first act, my little brother goes, looks at me dead in the eyes and goes, can you please get me a fucking triple whiskey Coke? And I was like, damn, damn, this show is brutal. No, it was it was honestly fun, guys. Like as brutal as it was, it was just, you know what I mean? Like it was kind of fun to be a little tipsy. Twerking my cheeks, you know, flexing my cheeks to oh, it's Silent Night. Well, you know, Scrooge is getting pegged. <laughs> so a lot of y'all been wondering how you know everyone reacted to my first you know podcast dropping. Obviously, it's not the most. It's not fucking Ezekiel three nine. Okay, it's not fucking Genesis one two. But did you laugh? Were you entertained? Um, you would have thought I dropped a fucking sex tape. Okay, you would have thought that fucking christian or released my goddamn sex tape okay and <laughs> i'm referencing the podcast now it honestly wasn't that bad guys honestly i've been hearing a lot of great feedback from y'all and all my friends are giving me great notes and you know obviously the first one was going to be different and this is just me now you know me and my fucking pissed on bed and glass of wine next to me and fucking adderall prescription and prozep prescription to my left like yeah, so let's talk about that for a second. Like, I, I don't know about y'all. Y'all might keep your jewel, your fucking phone, your Bible. I don't know what you keep next to you, but I keep my fucking gabapentin prescription, which is, if you don't know what it is, it's a muscle relaxer, and my Adderall, because I don't function. Like, I, that's the first thing I grab. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not checking my phone. I'm not reading my devotional, bitch. I'm grabbing grabbing my Adderall because that's the only way I can get through anything. Like my mom wanted me to help, you know, clean up and set up for Thanksgiving. And I had to take like four just to like understand what she's saying. Like my ADHD guys is so bad. So that's why this episode two, I wanted to focus more on like, you know, the, the hometown stuff, kind of what I've been up to Thanksgiving vibes, you know, what it means to be home. Um, some of my best friends, uh, are in Austin and I, I, we had the time of our lives, um, so I thought I would just tell some funny stories from the weekend and just give y'all a little inside scoop about, you know, what, what it's like a night out with Cooper. So before we even begin, I want to address the $13.99 bottle of wine I have to buy right. All right. I'm in Austin. I'm in Texas, which means it, I can't, it's hard for me to say this out loud. Liquor stores are not open on Sunday, people. And I mapped i fucking put it in ways i mapped my ass to specs to get you know a good ass bottle of wine you know to get me a little crunk get me a little free and i drive my ass and my mom's fucking convertible bug which 
come on guys like can if you if you pull up next to me in a convertible you're you're taking a snapchat like it's like if Ellen was driving a convertible bug. My mom has this convertible bug. She had a midlife crisis and then got this car. No, I love her. She, this, but I think I like this car more than she does. I, I mean, like she always makes fun of me because she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, taking the bug, like top down, bitch. Like, let's go. She's like, where are you going? I'm like, Chick-fil-A. Like this bug just has like a special fucking connection to me. I don't know what it is. Like, I, it's not like I want to fuck it. Well, we're not going to talk about that night, but okay. I'm like, there's Prince on the exhaust. Can you imagine? Like, I, have you ever watched one of those shows? that's like what people are addicted to. And there's like people that like literally fuck cars. Um, that's hot. Like Lightning McQueen. Um, <laughs> no, but I don't know about y'all. My, I get the most crippling fucking hangovers, guys. Like I literally become religious. No, <laughs> I like I pray to every single god there is to save me because I, I get the worst fucking and that's what I've realized over this week this Thanksgiving week I'm like I I can't do it like I used to be able to do it guys like I I used to be able to come home from you know college and with all my friends and I remember I would my my fucking Southwest flight would touch down in Austin and my Uber would be called to Sixth Street Peckerheads like I. I was like, I would literally bring my suitcase to Peckerheads and then drink. Like I could just do that, you know what I mean? Like, I, and now it's like I, if I if I'm going out, if I'm doing something like this, if I'm going to like a big party or like going out to the bars or going out with all my friends, I have to plan. Like, I can't do anything till fucking like three p.m. Like because what I'm doing is I'm waking up and and the first thing I'm doing is I'm not taking my Adderall like I do usually. And I'm not fucking taking what I'm ripping a goddamn bowl. You know what I mean? And and also uh, this past week I've been I've been in Texas, so I've had absolutely. Obviously, I brought a little dabby dub dab pen, but um, that that thing's like pussy shit. Like that, <laughs> that thing's like an Advil for me. Like it's I need like a bong and in, in like California weed. So obviously I don't fucking have that. So on my phone I'm like you know looking at my Ease app, which is if you don't know in California you can literally get we delivered to your fucking jail cell like that like it's crazy how advanced and like progressive they are like (sighs) i never want to leave but we don't have that in austin so i have to text my you know person that i knew junior year that i literally had to pray to god i wouldn't get shot at (laughs) like i just mean that like i would have to go to these like sketchy ass fucking drug dealers to get my weed and i also didn't like weed until i came to california so that's another episode though if y'all want to hear that about like me and like my journey like cannabis like let me know um no but i think that's like another reason though is like i just can't do it like i used to so i think that weed for me is just like more of like a chill vibe like it's like when you get drunk you get like a hangover and you have to like plan for it for days but like with weed it's like you're more chill you just have a normal wake up so i have been absolutely loving just being home and like having friends over my parents hate me they think i'm snoop dog i <laughs> i'm like it's making me creative mom no i <laughs> I just love, like, like I, am I getting old? I'm like, why do I like just, like, getting in the hot tub and, like, smoking a J and, like, having a glass of wine and, like, watching Yellowstone or, like, Ozark and then, like, maybe jerking off? Like, that's that's my ideal night. I don't need anything else. 
And my old, my you know younger self would be like, I would need to stay out till seven a.m. Like I would, the fucking root. I would be. I would wake the roosters up. You know what I mean? Like my alarm would go off at like seven a.m. and I take that shit as like a like suggestion to like what to do. I'd be like, oh my god, my alarm's going off, guys. Like I, I was just heinous, even in COVID era. Like I, <laughs> which is another fucking funny thing because the entire world was shut down except Texas. Like Texas was like, our governor was like, we don't believe in COVID. So he like kept the bars open and I was like there every night, you know, the people that worked there were like, you're literally the only one that's like saving me right now. I'm like, yeah, you and the nine vodka sodas I ordered, buddy, we get it. No, but, um, I just feel like the whole, like, like, <laughs> like I remember the day that like you could, you could order to go margaritas and I, I like should have been featured on El Arroyo's fucking sign for how much I ordered. Like I could have started a bar in Westlake and, and had it be mine from all the shit I was buying, um, from like to go and like people running up to your door and giving you like margarita mix and shit and a giant bottle of Don Julio. And I'm like, I love supporting small businesses. (laughs) No, but, um, Guys, Austin's great. Like, I, I just, this this episode, I've been wanting to just focus on Austin, kind of what it means to me, being home for Thanksgiving, funny stories that have occurred. Um, and there's just, like, a couple stories I have to tell for you all to really grasp what Austin means to me. So one of my good friends had a birthday party, and, you know, she went to a school that I didn't go to, but I'm very close with, like, a bunch of people that went there. Um, it's like near where I live and, you know, I'm very, I was very excited to go to this, this, um, party because I was going to see people I haven't seen in a long time. We were going to be drinking, whatever. It was going to be great. So I go and when I tell y'all that I become best fucking friends, not only was this, let me just give you a brief like rundown of what this party was. There was drinks, there was burritos catered, there was an open bar with two bartenders serving, there was a fire outside. It was just like the perfect like party to come back to and be with your hometown friends and just like catch up with people you haven't seen in a while. And it was just like really like it was cute. You know what I mean? Like I I, I caught myself there like tearing up. I'm like, am I fucking emotional? I was a little bit. But that's not the point though. I obviously, you know, that I became best fucking friends with the bartender who looked like a guitar hero character that you would use to play like fire in the flames, like on expert. Like she, like I, I went up to her and I was like, I've seen you somewhere. It was at rock band three. Like she, she just didn't give a fuck. And she was just like herself. And like, I thought that she maybe was a Fortnite character. I don't know. I took a selfie. Um, no, but she, me and her had a bond. I don't know what bond it, maybe I was just like feeling like the, the night take me away, but, or the burrito I was eating or, you know, the people that called me a fag in high school being in the same room as me. I, I just, I, I, something was in, was just special about me and that girl's bond. And, you know, she, she poured me a goddamn drink, guys. She, I saw her pouring, you know, the dads, the moms, the cousins. You know, she'd pour, she'd pour. But for me, that shit's motherfucking stiff. Stiff. Erect, if you will. Like, that shit was stiff. And she was making me these great drinks, and we got along, and we caught up, and she was driving to Oklahoma the next day, and 
I just came to realize how much I fucking miss this girl and this bartender and, and how the smallest interactions, like I literally, you know, made a couple jokes to her and then joked about her and and told her I liked her hair, which I really did. It was a fucking dope ass neon color. Like it just, the way it made her feel. And I know a bunch of people there, I'm sure, you know, we're getting drinks, but I was asking her about, you know, how your family is, how, how are you doing? Um, how's your mental, how's your physical, um, you know, because I, I just try to get as deep as I can with people. And I think that was really like, you know, new and, um, and something that she just like hadn't, you know, had, I guess, you know, because I live in a very predominantly white community, you know, we're all very privileged. And I think that people, when they get situations like that, they just don't even like, you know, it's, it's, it's give me this, 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 like you didn't fucking pour me. It's make conversation, talk to people, you know, like I, that's what I love about coming to Austin too in this past week is just like, every time I've gone out, I've met someone new and like a new story and someone that I like people I can connect with people that I haven't known. It's just like cool to meet people and, and everyone's like, Oh, you need a network. It's like, just be a fucking decent human being and talk to people. Like so many people I grew up with and so many people I'm around are just so caught up in themselves. And not to say I'm not like, bitch, I am. How many likes does my Instagram have right now? No, (laughs) but I just think we all need to do a better job of just, you know, asking people how they are. And and that's another whole thing. Just giving and and then asking people how they are and how they're doing and how their family is because it's like, you know, we can do all we want, but it's like what really matters is is how we treat others and how we why am I getting so guys, I'm like I'm a bottle deep in this Sauvignon Blanc and I think I'm Gandhi. I don't know what's going on, but I just, I just think it's important. And that's something that I, as I've gotten older, I've gotten to realize, and it's been, it's been cool. And it's something that's especially cool to do during the holidays. You know, giving is so awesome. Receiving's fucking awesome. Don't, don't you think I don't want my Le Labo cologne on my Christmas list or my motherfucking Apple Air Maxes, bitch. Like I want to listen to Beyonce, Summer Renaissance full blast on those motherfuckers. But I also like to give and I, I, you know, I ask people what they want and I'm excited to give. And I think that that's very important and something that we should do. Okay. But another thing I wanted to talk about is the fact that what the fuck were we taught when we were getting older that, that our, that our college friends were going to be the motherfuckers that we, that we rely on the most and that we care about the most. Like I, obviously I've met some of my closest friends at Chapman, the school that I go to, which I, love and and is one of my favorite things and and best you know decisions i've ever had um but like high school friends there's just something that hits different like i don't know if it was just like from where i was born and and growing up and 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 going to chapman and hearing people's different stories but i I didn't have a fucking good high school i I mean i was fucking brutally bullied you know in middle school and shit like i was the fucking wimpy kid and dad wimpy kid you know but i i didn't like not have close people that I met in high school that I made bonds with that literally I'll never, I don't think ever have, you know, um, like ever, and they'll be in my life forever. And obviously I have that in college, but I think that when you grow up, you keep hearing that. So I, I I don't know about y'all, but like, what do y'all think? Like, I think that I've met some of my best friends in high school and I think that it's such a fucking crazy rumor and stupid thing to say that like your high school is like, friends are like fine but like the people you like love the most you'll meet in college like 
but also I had COVID. Like I'm just uh, maybe I'm just free balling here, and I'm like a bottle deep, and I'm like just fucking slurring. But that's just how I feel, and I don't know if y'all feel that too. But I just coming home this Thanksgiving, I've realized how thankful I am for the group of people that I have, and how you know we've all matured in our own way. Like I have grown apart from people from my high school and from my from my hometown because you know that's life i went to a different school you know i made different friends i had to i had to move on i had to do different shit but i think it's cool to come back and see how everyone really recognizes like how important the relationships we made were and how lucky we are to have made them especially in high school because i feel like going to college at chapman i've met so many people that didn't really have the same experience um with making as close friends as they did. That's just another thing is I, I just, I love Austin and I love um, the memories I've made here. And like, no matter what shitty thing happened to me in Austin and, you know, 2012 or, or, you know, when I wrote Coney 2012 on my arm, (laughs) did anybody else do that? Like, I, I don't, I've been having like, like scary, I feel guilty about that. Like the whole Coney thing. Did anybody else get on that Coney trend? I don't know. It scares me at night, but um, I just think that like, no matter what, I always come home and Austin is a place that's going to be there for me and will always be there for me. And I have family and dogs and my grandparents are here and it's just an awesome place. And I love my hometown and I think that everyone else should love their hometown no matter what like i obviously you know austin isn't the best and we you know our governor sure do i <laughs> wish that okay. things were different obviously yes but you know i i can't say much you know i wet the bed at 22 so you know what the fuck can i say <laughs> but um i just love austin so much guys and if you haven't ever been to austin fucking book your flight here i promise you won't get hate crimed i promise you'll be fine like you'll be chilling you'll be good promise you should come here and chill but i want to talk to you about like what i have upcoming um guys i'm so terrified my fucking birthday is in less than a week and if you know about me and my birthday i birthday is easter for me i fucking rose from the dead like i and i will rise from the dead because have you seen like i have two fucking tito's handles attached to my hands at all times like i'm walking like i'm crawling down sunset boulevard with like a tito's bottle in my fucking ass like (laughs) you know what i mean like i just go wow so that's super exciting guys last year i did a party buzz this year i am gonna be on set like a like the film student that i am i'm gonna be you know fucking steven spielberg you know trying to design a set make it look good um on my birthday and that's another thing is like i i'm turning 20 fucking two guys like i that that makes me want to f- kill myself like i know that that's like very morbid and sh- like stuff but like the fact that i can now like listen to taylor swift's 22 song and be like i'm fucking that old like i remember like i remember growing up and being like i remember like Whenever I turn 22 and I listen to Taylor Swift's song and it's 22, I'm going to like want to fucking jump off a cliff. And then anyways, I'm, I've up my Prozac, but <laughs> guys, I just, I, I'm getting so much older. It's so crazy how fast life goes. And I feel like I was just in high school, but I'm about to graduate college in May. And it's just, I'm excited guys for what's to come next. And I'm excited for the journey that y'all are going to be brought upon. 
this is like, what do I feel like you're on a cold? And I'm like, the journey you're going to be brought upon. You're going to have to give me five licks. No, I, I just feel like I'm excited and I'm excited for what life has ahead. And, you know, I'm excited to keep doing comedy and keep doing these podcasts because I, I really do like talking in the longer form. And, um, you know, every, every episode is going to be different and every episode is going to be either, you know, 30 minutes long, 25 minutes long, 40 minutes long, just whatever I'm feeling and whatever my vibe is that night. Like it's just going to be like that, and, you know, interviews will be different. And I'm, I'm going to do a bunch of different variety of things. So I'm super excited for y'all to get to hear more from me and see more from me. I'm going to start doing posting standard up videos and I'm just excited for what's to come guys. So stick along and thank you so much for listening to another episode of a little too vulgar with Cooper Moore. Please don't show your grandma because she might have a fucking stroke. I love y'all and I hope you'll have the best week. And um, as we enter finals weekend or fucking week, um, finals week and and just you know the holiday season as its peak i just hope everyone has a great time and um i hope you get fucking laid and i you know get your dick sucked or you know whatever you have so um i love y'all y'all fucking sleep well and have a good one i've deleted the bottle of sauvignon blanc and i'm officially calling this one out thanks guys i love y'all